It's grand final fever and we've caught the bug, but have we seen the end of the women's conference system? Marco's been poleaxed, but who's next? We talked to the advertiser's Val Migliaccio for all the latest. Ken Hinckley described it as his best win yet is the power back on at Alberton. This is the Press Box. It is the Press Box with Jace, Dale and Sam. Thanks for tuning in once again. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, what a week in sport it has been. And what a week for us. We just continue to bring the stories to you before they even become a thing. Jace, welcome to the show. Dale, welcome to the show. It's good to be here. Great how, to be here, boys. How busy has it been? It's been a flat-out couple of weeks, actually. Last week in particular with the Adelaide United stuff happening, and there was a lot going on. Now, we need to dive straight into this. Last week, this happened with Jace, our man Jace, bringing to the table some very interesting news about Marco Kurtz from the Adelaide Reds, and this is what he said. I'm led to believe that the club and Marco Kurz had a meeting today, a secret meeting behind closed doors. They were trying to nut out exactly what his future is. I'm led to believe that he wants to stay at Adelaide United. The club, on the other hand, see differently. And I think that they're going to go a different way. All right, two parts. One, fantastic journalism by you. It happened the very next the morning. The very next day, he was gone. He was given his marching orders and said, hey, uh, Marco, we loved you for your time here, but unfortunately, next season, we're going in a different direction. Wow, so the press box strikes again, but second part... <laughs> <laughs> who came to the table with wanting to play their yeah, own game? <laughs> in our little Sunday messenger group, we sit down, we talk about what we want to talk about. We've got to, t- we've got to make our wins. We've got to, we've got to. Someone's asked for their own grab. Yes, I, I read that. <laughs> wow! And I'll, I'll, I'll uh, read what I replied. Oh, no. A little bit of me, me, me time, Brian. I didn't know Brian Taylor was on this podcast. Oh, this, uh, the, the head is huge wow, over there we. on the other side of the deck. Oh, Wow, take, we, we've got Brian. to take our wins as they come. When you have a little bit of news and when you know something's about to happen, then you go with it. You do celebrate the little wins. We celebrate the little wins more than anyone because uh, we've only been a few episodes in, but we've been right a number of times. We've, been, not... we've been right with the 36. Entertainment Centre 1. Entertainment Centre. Reds 2. And I think that we'll Is have... Is sort an... of that part of Adelaide that was just across the road from each other? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> that little niche market. Yeah. I think we'll have another one a bit later on tonight as well. Well, so. I... We're not just pulling these out of our uh, out of our backside. We're actually uh, putting a fair bit of work in, and hopefully, this one we've got tonight uh, can progress in the next couple of weeks. But we we want to stick on the Reds just quickly. Um, we have got on the line from the advertiser uh, Val Migliaccio, as you said in the promo, Dale, um, the man who broke the story at the advertiser and on Adelaide Now Online, and he's uh, he's on the line right now. He's going to tell us all about this Marco Kurt situation. G'day to you, Val. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, obviously, this has been a story sort of brewing over time. What do you know? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long time coming, actually, and I sensed it from the very start of the new ownership back in March last year. There was all indications that um, they were actually putting Marco under the under the pump, testing him, and uh, I, I thought they had their very own ideas right from the very start. And... In my opinion, it was very strange. A brand-new consortium, if you weren't really happy with the coach, pay him out, let him finish the season. That was last season. Move on and get started afresh. They let him go for another season. And as we know, it's panned out. He put the pressure on probably back in January on wanting to talk to the chairman about his future. And that's only right because there were so many players coming off contract. And he also wanted to know what his future was all about because I understand He's been getting uh, offers galore from, from, from everywhere. And finally, the chairman last Monday said to him, we're not going to renew the contract, and that was it. So, mate, uh, how did the story break? He got wind of that, that meeting last Monday, and then uh, the, ne- the next day he's gone. So uh, can you uh, um, take us through uh, what happened in the timeline of, uh, of ev- everything that happened last week? Yeah, well, it, just prior to that, Dale, it, I mean, we, there was a press conference at Highmarsh before the game against Perth and in that press conference we didn't press Marco we asked Marco about this meeting because he, he we, we asked him way way before that about you know when you're going to meet the chairman to decide the future of the club and obviously all the players coming off contract and he told us back then that he left a message with the chairman Pete Vanderpoel on February the 21st and um, after we released the story on Adelaide now probably about one o'clock that afternoon about four o'clock or five o'clock, Adelaide United released a statement by their chairman saying he will speak to Marco Kurtz. And then from there on in, it was just a waiting game. And I found out probably on 
Sunday Sunday night or su- Sunday early evening they were going to have a meeting on Monday and uh, that's where it all sort of happened and they did have the meeting at some location which we weren't aware of. It wasn't in the office. It was a secret location. God knows where it was and uh, he was told there and then. Val, it seems like a very interesting call. They obviously won the FFA Cup at the start of the season. Currently, they still sit within uh, you know, a chance of winning the season or the, the, uh, the league this year. Have the club made the right decision with getting rid of Marco? Probably from their personal point of view, yes, because obviously Pete Vanderpol, he wanted to go in another direction and he made that quite clear. But I think as far as the supporters go, and obviously the popularity of Marco Kurtz among the supporters, and he had the group playing for him. And it's fair to say that the playing list is probably not much better. And this was without any disrespect than Central Coast Mariners. And he's worked wonders with this team. I mean, he's won the FFA Cup. He's lost players. He hasn't had Baba Diawara for a long, long time. He's asked for a striker in pre-season, didn't get one. They managed to get a striker in the January transfer window, which he pointed out was a striker that the chairman wanted and not so much uh, Marco. And uh, it's just, I think the decision was very unpopular, as we can judge from maybe the social media and some of the comments that we're getting, we're getting online on Adelaide now and, and just on the street. But uh, it's probably now time to move on, and hopefully they, they, they move in the right direction. Do you think they've got anyone else in mind who really is going to be better than Marco? Because as Jay said, we've, we've had some great results under Marco Kurtz. And I think the fans, as you said, social media we've seen and just the fans in general really are in an uproar about this. Do you think Pierre and his, his team have definitely got someone ready to go who they're certain will be a better performer than Marco? Yeah, that's, that's a question, I suppose, which will be answered. When we, when we see the next coach turn up, I mean, there's Alex Pastor that has been mentioned and he, he's currently coaching in Austria. He had coached Craig Goodwin back at Sparta, Rotterdam in the Netherlands. And he messaged me this morning, um, saying that, you know, Australia would be an interesting country to work in. And he didn't have to respond to my request. So he's, he's definitely one person that the club is looking at. But, um, and then, like I said, they're changing direction. It looks like they're going to, bring in Chinese players. Hopefully they're A-League ready, but that's another question. Val, it's been a pretty tumultuous time for the club also. We've seen Kenny also. He struggled to kick goals on the field as their uh, marquee signing as their striker, and now he's been allegedly popped for recreational drugs. Has he played his last game for the Reds? Yeah, I understand that um, there was a meeting today um, to decide what was going to happen with, obviously, he's got to go through the process now um, through the USADA. And, uh, I mean, it's probably a little bit sad that it's happened Mm. because um, I don't think he really got to show why a lot of fans are so excited when they signed in this season. But, yeah, that's something which still has to pan out. But as far as I'm hearing, it looks like uh, the news for Ken Ilse might not be very good. He could be stood out of the game for a long, long time. And and at 32, that's not ideal. That's a very worrying situation, that one. We'll keep an eye on that as that unfolds. But obviously during the week last week, as well, it was a busy week for Adelaide United, but Stamatolopoulos has also uh, been called, had his time called at the club as well. And I'm only assuming it's all going to be connected together with Craig Goodwin probably wanting to walk as well with Marco out the door. I mean, what? how much more is going to add to the fire here with this decision? Yeah, potentially a lot, lot more. Um, it would... Apostolos Stamatolopoulos, um, well, I mean, we flagged this back in January that Western United, the new team, were interested. And from what I understand, from what I heard from actually uh, Stamatolopoulos' agent, I had to spit that one out, was <laughs> that they, they were negotiating for him to re-sign with Adelaide. He was speaking to Aurelio Vidmar, who was the former football director and a former coach, Aurelio walked away from the job, as we know, and in that period, no contact was made. And that, that's alarming. Um, he was trying to contact people from the club, and that didn't happen. And unfortunately, the offer was good as well from Adelaide, from what I hear from his agent. But in the interim, Western United picked, picked him up. Now, mate, uh, everyone uh, probably doesn't know, or we have to plug uh, the 90 Minutes column on the Advertiser website. What, what, what can uh, listeners uh, read on, uh, on that this week? Yeah, well, this week I spoke to uh, another Adelaide United player in Slovenia. Uh, I spoke to him on the weekend, Jengis Kavusevic, who unfortunately he ruptured his 
anterior cruciate ligament just after he played against Newcastle about the same time last year. So he had an operation, was sent away. He went back to Slovenia, was in the middle of rehab, and uh, the knee's no good. So you can read about his situation. It's not good for, for the guy. He's such a lovely guy, and I thought if that lad you know, were lucky enough to keep him, that he would have solved their goal-scoring problem. Then there's also uh, an ex Adelaide United W League player, Dragana Klejic, and she talks about her foray into coaching, and, and she's doing wonders with, with very young players. And she's looking at introducing um, women's coaching courses, and she told me that women actually get intimidated when they're mixed in with men's coaching courses. So she wants to sort of separate it so we get more mm. women's coaches coming into the game. and. Obviously, there's much more to read as well. Very nice. Well, we will look forward to reading that all in the 90 Minutes column uh, in the next couple of, couple of days. I assume it comes out. Um, we'll be reading that with much interest. Val, thank you so much for jo- joining us here on the Press Box podcast. And uh, we hope to be reading up on plenty more developments at Adelaide United very soon. Thanks, guys. That's Val Migliaccio there, the uh, Chief Soccer Writer at the Advertiser. Dale, very interesting situations there at Adelaide United still. Yeah, no, very interesting in that uh, I can't even fathom that uh, Marco Kurtz has gone after his one silverware in, in, in the season. That's uh, mm. that's. Um, I feel bewildering. sorry. I feel sorry for Marco. He's such a genuine bloke, and he's such a nice guy to have around the club. He was always very respectful to the media, especially when things weren't going his way. And I tell you what, he wore his heart on his sleeve, mm. and, and I think a lot of fans enjoyed that, especially when they had that amazing comeback win over Brisbane, and he was jumping up and down, giving double fist pumps <laughs> to the crowd, getting around everyone. I, I just feel sorry for him, and I hope uh, it works out with him in the future. But moving moving forward, um, uh, a potential new coach, I think... Uh, mm. Uh, for mine, they have to have a very cool name because if you go back, <laughs> if, you, if you go back through former Reds uh, yeah. managers, you have Rini Coolen, Marco Kurtz, yeah, Amor. Uh, Amor. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Gombau, Gombau, Joseph. So, so I don't think Graham Arnold's in the mix. He, his name is uh, clearly uh, two same same. Yeah, it's two same same. Should we talk some <laughs> AFL football? Because I know we're dying uh, to talk about this round one. Wow. I'm up what, around. what a round. What a weekend. I mean, seriously, the Crows done, even though everyone <laughs> said they were going to win by 10 goals. The power, the power, pretty much written off, yet they got the one of the best wins uh, under Ken Hinckley. And the rest of the competition was unbelievable as well. We saw wins from teams you weren't expecting, close games, blowouts. Everything just was the complete opposite. Who, who, who was the biggest surprise for the weekend? For you guys, I think Fremantle for mine. To be honest, yeah. they shouldn't have won by as much as they did. But Ross Lyon has, has got this team doing what they never have, which it's, is great. It's a coin flip between me between the Bulldogs beating Sydney and uh, and the Lions beating West Coast. I think they were the two surprise packets for me. Yeah, no, no Kennedy for West Coast, That's which true. is yep. which is which is massive. But was it fourteen goals to two? After quarter time, Brisbane. I think uh, I think uh, Jay said last week, but me, me, me. Uh, <laughs> Gold Coast are going to beat Brisbane. I don't think they're oh, going to. I don't think they're going to beat Brisbane now. Well, well wasn't see. that interesting? It, Marvel Stadium. That that was the one game we said we won't be watching. That the Saints and the Suns. And it probably best was game. The, the one the must watch game of the weekend, which was uh, fantastic. Just one point the difference. Suns was a bit stiff in the end, I reckon. You tipped them, didn't you? I tipped them, and they were a bit <laughs> stiff. They had a, probably a couple of free kicks in that last two minutes. Yeah. And they probably should have been paid, but that's football. Let's talk Port Adelaide. I know you guys are dying to talk about Port Adelaide. A yes. good win. We're back. We're back. The team that I thought was going to go all the way to uh, the grand final, Melbourne, uh, they just fell flat at the MCG. They did. It was uh, unbelievable. The, the start, uh, I remember I turned on at the start, all, all very hopeful, and then Melbourne went bang, 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 and I switched it off. Mm. I must admit, I put my hand, I switched it off and uh, turned it back on, and uh, it was very, uh, very impressed, but... Uh, I don't think uh, I know Ken Inkley said it was the best win, best win. of his uh, coaching career, but uh, is that debatable? A very, very, very debatable. Yeah, very, <laughs> yeah. Even we're the, you know, Dale and I are the biggest Port Adelaide supporters in this box. There's only three of us, yeah. and one, one of those. Yeah. But I think uh, when he said that, I was like, oh, he has won a couple of finals, and he, I was at the one where he beat Richmond, beat the pants off Richmond, and. 2014 at home, yep. they were wearing the prison bars that day. That's right. Um, Funny I, about that. And I was I was there for that game, and I thought that was an outstanding win for him to say it's the best win yet. Pretty questionable. Yeah, well, for mine, it's the week later in, mm. in over at uh, at Subi when they were five goals down at half time against Frio and and went on went on to uh, play in that preliminary final against Hawthorne. But uh, 
Yeah, I reckon that's the best win. I tell you what, during that second and third quarter, watching those young kids run through the middle, kick goals, do everything that we'd hope they do, was sensational. It sort of brings back, you know, the vibe at Port Adelaide and the power about what they're all about. Six debutants, four first gamers. Zach Butters, get around that young kid. <laughs> no, oh. well, for mine, it's Justin Westhoff, the the, oh. the glass of red wine. He's going to play to his 45. <laughs> he sure. is, isn't he? How sure good was he? he? What did he kick? Four goals? Five. Five, Five goals, sorry. I missed Colin so medal that, leader. Absolutely brilliant, wasn't he? And I think the, he's the oldest player at Port Adelaide at the moment, too. I think he is, yeah. too. But uh, Rob, uh, what was it? Robbie Gray's not too far yeah, away 30, from him. Well, 31 and 32, I think. That's it. They're around the corner. But seriously, he looks, he looks so good. <laughs> he does. He looks 23. He's <laughs> back the clock. Yes, for sure. And, and he's 250th this week, too. They play Carlton this week. I'll be there at the ground boundary riding for my first ever game so I can't wait for that but I'll get to see this team up close and personal should they smash Carlton but Carlton looked okay on the weekend mm, they won two quarters yeah they did so it's interesting I don't think they'll smash Carlton I think everyone gets really tied up and I and it's hard to not buy into some of the hype when you see the first game of the season. You go, oh, we're on here. But I think um, I think they have to go in prepared, but I don't think they'll, uh, they'll definitely beat Carlton by a lot. I think it'll be a close game. All it guarantees is there'll be 45,000-plus at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. That's what it guarantees. Fair enough, and I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be good to see Port at home for the first time. Um, you just mentioned uh, before the prison bars. We talked about that last week on the show, and we thought let's chuck it out to our listeners out on uh, at Press. Box EP on Twitter. I can tell you what, last week was absolutely phenomenal on our socials. We had an outstanding response to this. Uh, 94% of people said they should be allowed to wear Amazing. it in the AFL. 94% of people said they should. I know, I voted, Overwhelming. 90, I voted 94 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. And so they should. Hopefully in 2020, I think, is the, the ambition or the goal for uh, the prison bars to be back. And hopefully they're back at Alberton and hopefully we... Uh, finally get to wear them alongside the Collingwood jumper. Very good to see. Uh, let's talk some Adelaide Crows just quickly. They were how, hot favourites. How flat are you? Right hot favourites they walk, were. You walked in with your bottom lip dragging well, across the ground. Well, look, yes, I did. But <laughs> and you know what? a tissue box set up right next But you year. know what? Everyone set such high expectations and... I reckon I was felt like one of the very minority that was saying, hey, pump the brakes. We're not eight goals better than Hawthorne. We'll probably beat them by three or four. Like, okay, well, I'm expecting a win, but I'm not expecting a massive win. But Hawthorne outplayed us big time. And Clarko outcoached us too. It, it almost felt like watching the 2017 Grand Final all over again, where we were beaten in every facet all around the ground. There was always an extra Hawks player at every contest. We were never able to get the handball chain out of uh, out of trouble and then play our free-flowing football inside 50 and every kick inside 50 went to a Hawthorne jumper so it was really frustrating to watch and it was and a even, bad Hawthorne jumper as well and even more frustrating is seeing young Tom go down with an ACL just yeah. terrible so. yeah that, that, that I'm really flat about I'm glad we've got some similar backups in terms of Alex Keith and Jake Kelly who have got the physique and the, I guess the role that's similar to Tom Dode, but at the same time, the news is horrible. The man who was such a star last year and really stood out in the back line uh, it, and, and filled in for Jake Lever, who left the year before that. Um, it's a shame to see him go down, but we went without Brody Smith last year. We managed to get through most of the year. It'll be good to see if we can uh, be valiant enough to get through with that, Tommy. The problem yep. with the Crows is just too many people go missing. Like Taylor yeah. Walker went missing. Jenkins is sort of didn't kick any goals. Um, Eddie Betts kicked two, but we still didn't have the didn't best. Didn't look that, like he was impactful. No, so they just seemed to disappear. And there was a lot of hype leading into this season about Taylor Walker. He dropped a few kilos. He was doing some extra preseason. Fair enough, it's round one, but you'd expect to see a little bit more from your co captain now. Mm. I think we've all underestimated Hawthorne. To yes, be honest. absolutely. We, have. Um, we all didn't tip him in the eight. My no. bold prediction was well, they're going to they, they're going to miss the finals. Well, well, geez, I think Egg Boy, well, egg, egg, egg Boy, four, egg top, boy top, has top thrown an egg on my face. They'll definitely make year. the eight now. Definitely yeah, well, it was a top four last year. They're fourth. So I mean, yeah, we've we've dropped them from a long height. Um, so I mean, Crows against Sydney this Friday night. The SCG. I've tipped against the Crows only because I know in history we haven't played the SCG very well, and Sydney are still a good team. And once that big man I'm gets worried. firing. Yeah, once Buddy gets firing, uh, it's it's a it's a scary sight. But we'll get onto our footy tips later on at the end of the show. But look, uh, plenty to talk about football wise. We could go on forever, but let's quickly turn our heads to some great news, Adelaide wise. I know you're not Crows fans, but you surely are South Australian football women's fans. The AFLW Crows are into the grand final, and it's going to be played at the Adelaide Oval. 
Yeah, now Sunday is going to be a massive day. Um, it's free entry again. I, mm. I expect. What crowd do you think? I reckon they'll well, get. I reckon they'll get forty thousand. The state government's wow. promised free transport too. You catch Good, a tram, yeah. you catch a train. Uh, however, you want to get to the ground, free transport. All you have to do, apparently, say to the bus driver or the train driver, say, "I want to go. I'm going there to see the uh, AFLW girls play," and you get on for free. So I think, I think forty thousand. Sure, forty. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. 40,000. I, I think if we get 30, it's a massive win. I think 30, 30 is. Well, 30 is a, ma- a win, but yeah, I reckon yeah, yeah. 40. You think they're going to fill 40? They can't even get 40 What's... to some men's games. Yeah, but the, the, the Crows are away. There's Crows well, fans that can watch, watch, watch their team play. There's How many grand final? 40,000 at the SNFL, the Sanford Grand Final there last year. Yes. So if they can beat that, I tell you what. That'd be that, huge. That'd be massive. It's free. It would be. Yeah, it, I know. It's yeah. free. But it's the great this... family day out. Perfect. Oh, I think it's a fantastic <laughs> opportunity. The Crows are going to win the premiership by ten dollars. <laughs> I was going to say. Oh. I was going to say yeah, are, chill, are they, chill. How far? How much are they going to win this by? They've allowed two goals in the last eight quarters. Oh. Yeah, they have been very good. Their percentage, I think, is 600 or something ridiculous. <laughs> and, and and Mr. Crows fan over here was like, oh, I don't know how they're going to play Adelaide Oval. 73 yeah, to 7. Look, look, I uh, underestimated the Crows. <laughs> and it should have been a donut. It should have been a donut. <laughs> was it unsure? <laughs> look, or, we should win. We should win this grand we'll final. Well, that means look, look last well, time we said. Mean, you know, people that are oh. coming, they are pretty much guaranteed to see a premiership guaranteed. side. Like, oh, we can't say guaranteed, can we? Can we can no, we, we can't, far? because we can't. you know what last week we said when the Crows were guaranteed win against yeah. Hawthorne? You said formality, Crows for the flag. I mean, chill, round one, we're already in cellar dwellers. <laughs> West Coast didn't win round just, one Just relax. Brings just into question cut. about the, uh, the system, though. The Absolutely. System. Like, I'm livid. doesn't yeah, matter. I, I, it doesn't it, matter. What do you mean? No, it does. How does it not matter? How does it not? Because the Crows are going to smash everyone. Yeah, no, 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 no. But we want to see the best two teams play in the grand final. And I don't think these are the best two teams. Well, the, se- the second best team uh, stuffed up against Carlton. Mm. Well, the second best yeah. didn't get to play at home. Yes, yeah, right. Which is also a conference fault. Now, let's run through it. So, for those at home who aren't aware of how well the AFLW have set up their competition this year, they've set up two conferences of five teams each. And unfortunately, Conference A was much stronger than Conference B, way stronger that the team who came fourth in Conference A was actually stronger than Geelong, who came second, and I think was equal as strong as Carlton, who came first in Conference B. So really, it was totally unfair, and Conference A should have pretty much been the top four if you had a full ladder. Conference B's Carlton, who are top of Conference B, obviously, they got to host Frio, who had six wins and one loss for the season in Conference A, second place. That is an absolutely ridiculous situation itself because he's Frio, my word then. <laughs> not a farce, but it is pretty much the same. It, it's awful that Fremantle couldn't host the final and then have an extra leg up into the grand final to play the Crows. They're both 6-1. and one. They both mm. deserve to be there. Yet, Carlton yeah. get the home ground advantage, play it better, win into the granny. Yes, and uh, well, all it means is they're going to lose by five goals on Sunday. <laughs> So, well, what sort of spectacle is that though? Like we for want... Crows fan for forty thousand, oh, well, it'll be yeah, the best day ever. I, I know, but we just but for but it's tele- television wise for everyone in Victoria watching, what's it going to be like for them? Pretty boring, yeah. I would have thought. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, How, but it doesn't, it's but it just doesn't sell the game. If you, though. If you look like at the it AFL... doesn't do anything for the the, the future of the game. Twenty seventeen was one of the best grand. Fi- I didn't see last year's, but twenty seventeen the women's grand final. No, last Brisbane, year's was better. Than Brisbane the and the Crows one. were the top two teams, and they played yes. off in a one point last second thriller. Unbelievable. That's what you want. You want Frio and the Crows playing till the dying seconds. You don't want a fizzer like we had in the prelim where the Crows win by five goals, six goals, 66 points like they did. It's it's just not the same. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe... The conference is cooked. Yes. Get, uh, well, is they, ha- the they, ha- they have to resolve it next Has year. Has Nicole Livingston got enough on her plate now to see that this conference doesn't work? They have to resolve it next year. Yeah. A hundred percent. They can't they And there's can't more teams coming in. Do you think they'll yeah, be stubborn true. enough to mm. pull it, or do you reckon well, the, they'll the keep it? The thing is how they worked out the conferences was they went by the ladder from the previous year. Yeah. But what that doesn't... That doesn't, bring, doesn't do anything. Well, well, that doesn't bring into the equation that, you know, okay, Western Bulldogs won the premiership, so they're, they're in uh, Conference A with all, uh, like one, three, five. I think they worked it out, one, three, five, seven, or something like that. But mm. it doesn't bring in like the player movement or who they mm. draft or who's injured or anything like that. So it should be a set. If they're going to do conferences, it should be set so you know who you're playing against every year. It's, 
just throw the balls up in the air and see where they land. That that's when it becomes a farce. Mm. I think one of the uh, just sidetracking a little bit. I think one of the great traditions that AFL has, and it's not necessarily it happens in this state. It happens in Melbourne, in Victoria is the AFL parade when all the players get mm. on the back of cars and there's a big, you know, ticket... How do you pronounce it? Yeah, ticket tape parade. parade. Ticket, ticket, that's the one. And they get, they, they get that and they and they have some bizarre interviews with journalists trying to interview players <laughs> and I think that's the most ridiculous thing of the, you know, of the whole, whole thing where they're trying to stick a microphone and walk alongside the cars and get a proper interview. That's bizarre. But there's nothing for the women. And I think no. there's, there should be something now, you know, in the third year, fourth year, fifth year, they should be looking into this. and Rundle ho- Mall. Well, Saturday Rundle Mall. It doesn't have to be as, as big and specky as the AFL parade that have, they have in Melbourne every year before the grand final, but I think they have to do something. Like, they have to do a, some sort of, um, you know, stage where they get them up and present the cup. Or... Having said that, what other competition does that for a grand final? AFL's the only one. Yeah, but... It, so, it, so, how does the AFLW automatically need one? I understand I, what you're saying. I just, I just think it's a fantastic... It's a footy, does a sandful do it? Yeah, yes, okay. Yes, the sandful do it. Yeah, okay. So it's a footy thing. Okay, so just footy... Yeah, I'm, no, I'm happy to do it. I think it's great. Just, does, I, it does the VFL need... do it? Do the waffle do it? I don't know. No, I don't think they do it. So it's pretty funny that... What... I just think it'd be nice if... if you know We've got yeah. all the all the players here. Maybe on a Friday they had a... You know, on the Saturday, the day before, they just had something in um, Rundle Mall. I'm sure they would have thousands of people just flock there to see the girls Well, well that's the thing. That, that's my only worry is I wouldn't want them to put on this big event and then not as many people turn up as they think. Yeah. Okay. That's and right. then okay. it would kill the vibe yeah. and then it makes it a bit of a non-event and then it's a bit embarrassing. That's what I'm worried about. Okay. Third year... I think it's a great concept. Just I think wait, they should. Just wait for the premiership parade. Yeah. That'll be on May, Tuesday. See, at least you've got the support then. Absolutely. The, there's two things for mine. One, if you look at the AFL fixture, mm-hmm. uh, there's no Saturday afternoon game in the men's competition this so round. So open space. There's a twilight game, isn't there? There's a, there's, well, the first game starts at 4 the, o'clock. The power. The power, yeah. the, the power game and, the, the, and Essendon play at the same time. So mm-hmm. the AFL have... Well, I reckon they were thinking a Melbourne team were going to host... The, the grand final, and mm-hmm. it was going to be at, at that spot. There's no TV spot. You, you, there's no football on television until 4 o'clock on Saturday. So yep. the Crows have won the, 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 the rights to host the grand final, so it had to be on the Sunday. They couldn't play it before the, the Port Carlton game. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another error as well. Well, at, that's right, and they obviously weren't expecting for the Crows to have to make it, so it makes the Adelaide Oval the home ground, which complexes mm-hmm. with Port Adelaide, but... If you're going to leave a space open like that um, and you know that one of the teams is probably going to be Adelaide, um, do you fix your Port Adelaide on the Saturday? Like, I mean, surely you just go, okay, Gold Coast home game because they don't have a team, West Coast home game because they don't have a team, mm. and you make it sort of, I don't know if you I don't know if you can do that. Think that no, far that's out, but, common sense. You don't yeah. do that. <laughs> Jeez. Well, but maybe the, the, other, the other thing yep. that I found is a fantastic weekend in Adelaide for any Carlton fans oh, in yes. Melbourne. That Double want to header. Come. Double header. So if you're a Blues fan, you're not in Adelaide this year. You're not a Blues fan for mine. <laughs> you should be in Adelaide get, get this weekend. Get along and see your if you're, side if you're get robbed twice at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, the AFLW has been seriously, <laughs> seriously uh, under fire all well, week. Is, this, with is, this is what we talked about at the top of the show. A very touchy topic. Um, social media um, basically saw well, hosted this event with Taylor Harris being on Instagram, posted by uh, one of the uh, the social medias of the official broadcasters, and they put up a wonderful photo of her in full flight, essentially kicking a footy, kicking a great goal, and basically, you know, it, it unfortunately attracted some uh, trolls online, which abused Taylor, and they had to take the photo down. Well, they chose to anyway, and that even caused a bigger uproar. Now, obviously, most of us, if you're in sporting circles, would have heard the story. I want to talk a little bit about the media side of things and how it was covered during the week. I think it's been done very well, um, but it certainly has created a big push for removing these sort of people from the internet and why they are hanging around and the zero tolerance for it. And I think Eddie Betts and the racism that's uh, come his way and what was the the most recent one? The West Coast Liam player, Ryan. Liam, Liam Ryan, Ryan. That's right, yeah, coming to mind. Incident, yeah. Just in the last day or two, that's um, caused you know trolls to be attracted to that, and we want to expose them now. And I think it's a great thing. Yeah, it definitely is. And uh, yeah, the Eddie Betts one was a uh, disgraceful. Well, they're all disgraceful. That's but it. Um, the, the the Taylor Harris thing it's an interesting one because uh, we ran in the advertiser a couple of days later the, a photo, exact same photo of uh, Aaron Phillips, exact same pose, yep. the kick like that um, from the game against Melbourne, I think mm-hmm. it was. Um, 
Yeah, so I was going to actually use that photo in the paper on last Monday. Right. Um, and I actually second-guessed myself. I mm. was like, geez, is this, is this photo going to cause a bit of, bit of havoc from, you know, you know, people out there that, you know, could troll or, you mm. know, take screenshots of the paper or, you know, what are That's the advertisers right. doing? Da, da. So I second-guessed myself and, 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 you wiped it. And, and, didn't, and didn't run it. And then, uh, and then the whole Taylor Harris thing happened on the Tuesday, I think it was. Um, and yeah, I just walked walk back in, into work the next day and said, there is an exact photo of Aaron Phillips doing the exact same thing. And then that's how we so, ran the two photos together. That's a very interesting... So you, so you did end up running the Aaron Phillips photo? In the end, yeah, yeah. Ne- next to the Taylor Harris photo after, yeah. you know, the, 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 the follow, follow-ups from, so from, from when the story broke. You first opted not to post this Aaron Phillips photo, which is you're saying is exactly the oh, same. It was, you, go, it was going to be well, a very large portion of the back page. Was and go, and you chose against photo. it. Would you now this week think opposite to posting mm. it if it was there? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, it's in. amazing how Straight your thoughts in. change in a week. And that's right. And that's the media and that's mm. the media effect. Jace, yes. you, you were in a month. And, and the as Herald well. Sun did 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 yeah. it step one step further. They did the Taylor Harris poster. Yeah. They just went yeah. bang. It's remarkable. So, yeah, I think the one thing that you can get from uh, both the Taylor Harris photo and both the Leon, uh, Le- Liam Ryan, Ryan. Uh, incident is that the people, and Eddie Betts, is that people are sick of this sort of stuff. They're sick of the online trolls. They're sick of people creating fake accounts and posting whatever they want, racist marks, inappropriate comments on uh, Instagram and on Twitter and all those things. So I think the one shining light that comes through is when uh, all the AFL community and people outside the AFL community really rather uh, gather around and support those involved in I think um, you know Eddie Betts has been a star when it comes to you know making sure they shine a light and, and try and um, um, you know make sure that they stand this st- sort of stuff out of the game because it is horrible and it, it, you hate to see, especially with some uh, the mental health issues that are going on at the moment. And I can't imagine it, mm. it'd be interesting to see um, or talk about. And I know they have talked about it before about players that you know played in the eighties and seventies, eighties, and nineties before. The internet came along, and 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 now with the players that they never had social media back then, they never had the, you know, mm. someone couldn't abuse them straight away instantly like they can now, and jump on Facebook or mm. jump on Instagram, and, and you know, and and be uh, faceless as well. They don't have to have their name shown. So, you know, the players today have a lot to deal with, and especially if they don't play or perform to maybe their standard, or if they have a bad game, or if they just don't do something wrong, and then they cop it on social it's media. And, and I think you know now it's worse than ever with it comes to um, the player welfare. So it's great that the, you know these big players, these big names that are copying it hard and have been um, victims of this online bullying that they are saying, hang on a second, let's try and get rid of this and, and shine a light to it. You've summarised it beautifully, Jason. I think mm. that's basically the situation. We, the media has helped create a bit of a, a, bit of a, a, a push for this mm-hmm. to, to happen and we need to try and eliminate and eradicate these sort of people in, in the world. Uh, there's plenty of stuff going on. Nathan Sobey, uh, has been a talking point for weeks. And this is one... Um, look, we, we teased at the top of the show, we've got some news we might want to share, and this is something which has just been sort of floating for a little while. Is this and the, me the time? man, here this he is. is. He's going to pump up his own tyres here. This is what the press box is all about. <laughs> it's all about <laughs> breaking some... stories and, and getting there first and making sure that we, <laughs> we deliver the news when we get it. And I, our man Dale here has been working hard on this story. We've, we've mentioned it a couple of times over the last few uh, a couple of weeks. And now we've got a little bit more proof. We've been on a little bit more digging, and he's finally, <laughs> he's finally dug up something that's going to stick. What so. he got, Dale? Jeez, I better have something. <laughs> yeah, well, better be good. <laughs> might fall flat. Uh, well, it's good that uh, you said you were going to get Nathan Sobey's number 20 on your Adelaide 36. Yeah, well, I decided to scrap that. Well, very good decision, because he won't be a 36. Wow. Oh, he won't yeah, be a 36. We so we've got one week until the free agency begins. Is yeah, that so right? So Friday, Friday is uh, the D-Day. If uh, if you've got a your favourite NBL club has a player out of contract and... They're not signed by Friday. There is good. They're gone. They're, they're gone. They're, That's it. They're gone. So, they're, so who have the Sixers where got? Where is he have gone? We, who have we? Hold on. Before we go okay. there, who have we got and who have we not got? Mm. Uh, well, uh, Daniel Johnson's here. Yes. Anthony Drimmick. Yep. Jack, oh, these are the guys we know are signed. But the blokes Wiley. who are potentially free agents that have now signed with us. Well, there's zero at the minute. They got nothing. So did we sign Harry Froling? He was potentially. No, the... Froling was an option. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's um, what I'm saying. So r- these r- are the people on the. 
potentials. R- 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 Ramon Moore has an option. Yep. Dang. We've been told that that's going to happen. So Ramon Moore will be back. Okay. Right. I think. Majuk. Okay. You think? Majuk Deng. Majuk Deng. Well, hasn't done yet. Right. But, well, uh, so will it be done by done. Friday? You, you would like well, to think so. Funny, well, I want to know. know. We want to know. The <laughs> listeners want to know. <laughs> Moore will be revealed. Oh, okay. 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 Majuk Deng. He's gone. Okay. I've heard he's gone. All right, Majuk Deng, we have to deal without him not next starter, year. But he's not a starter, but... So he's been linked to the South East... Still a good, still good yeah. He's really been linked to the South East Melbourne Phoenix for a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that part of Melbourne is a very big Sudanese yep. com- mm-hmm. community. Basketball's massive there. Just the star power for, mm-hmm. for the team uh, to, to get members and supporters along. But uh, the big one is uh, Nathan Sobey yes. is Sobe's, being... He's, he's a 36. Get to the guts. He's going to be a 36. He's, he, he, he'll, I think he'll, he'll be a Brisbane Bullets. Oh! oh come on! The Bullets. He's not bullets. going to Queensland, So is why he? is he going to the Bullets? Well, I think uh, the Australian coach coaches the Bullets, don't they? Yes. Lamanis. Andre Lamanis, who... Yeah. Um, Himself isn't signed yet, but um, been so told he's moving on to no. <laughs> no, no, so you think uh, he'll he'll sign on? Yep. Um, word today that I heard that Adam Gibson, a former Thirty Sixers mm-hmm. captain, uh, played for Brisbane last year, the last few years, could mm-hmm. be, is it a moving on or oh. been told to to move on? Right. So uh, Gibson out, so be in. Wow! Wow! Huge news. That's a massive. So what, how do we feel that gap then? Where do we where do we look? Well. The big, the big one for mine when I looked through the free agents list uh, this afternoon was uh, a South Australian man ticks oh. all the boxes. Yeah. South Australian, out tick, of contract, tick. free agent, tick. Brad Newley. Oh, oh, that's interesting. From the from the Kings. From the Kings. So, so how's that going to? How do we expect to get him? Uh, well, the the Kings just signed Will Weaver uh, as their new coach last yes. week. Um, at Long Island Nets coach. He actually coaches Mitch, Mitch Creek yes. right now. They're in the middle of a playoff uh, run. Uh, Creek so, tearing so, it up too, by yeah, the way, yes. in this series. Yeah, I actually don't think he'll be back in the NBL, Mitch Greg. I think no, he might land somewhere so a bit higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so Will Weaver's the new coach of the Kings. They've got everyone; everyone's out of contract at the Kings except for Bogut. Yep. So it's a fresh, clean slate. Wow. So be interesting if uh, Will Weaver picks wants to sign Brad Newley because Brad Newley's sort of dropped off the Boomers squads and training training lists uh, recently. Um, he's probably on the wrong side of thirty. Uh, there's, there's a massive, massive option for the Sixers to to, to, to you, bring him back, and I, I personally, it's a no-brainer. Do you think Sobey will be? Well, he's obviously going to be replaced, but do you think it's a better fit for the Thirty Sixers? Uh, probably not. Uh, well, Brad Newley's early to mid thirties, yeah. and Sobey's in the prime of his career, so uh, you probably get uh, ten years out of Nathan Sobey. Might get a couple out of mm-hmm. Brad Newley, but you get that South Australian factor, that local uh, yes. draw card. It's a, it's a good marketing draw card, but uh, that's only my opinion. That's who they should go after. Looking so, at uh, the free agents list, the Sabre time frame for for Sobey. For Sobey. Well, what do you reckon? Like we know that the free agency is almost on us. Yeah, so well, Sobey will be a free agent as of Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday, I, I, Monday is the signing start date, is it? Signing start date. I think if he does sign uh, with Brisbane, it'll be like have clauses galore. You yeah. know, yeah. he'll go to the NBA summer league. You know, the NBA yeah, yeah. out clauses, chance, Euro out is, clauses. Is there a chance that he stays in Europe? Is there a massive chance? Okay. Yeah. So the the, the percentage wise, the, if we're going to the put, coins, yeah. there's a lot more coins in Europe than there yeah. is. In <laughs> <laughs> so is he going to be chasing a European a deal? Do you think to stay, or do you, is he going to want to come back? Oh, he'll, be, he'll get the best deal. He'll go. He'll play for the best deal. Do you think so? Is he going to? I suppose I'll reframe that. Will he be chasing a European deal over summer, or will they? Do you think they will be looking at him? What's the higher percentage either way? I think, I think it's a little bit both ways. Okay. So the, the, the way he's playing at the moment, I think there should there'll be multiple clubs uh, offering him a deal. Mm-hmm. I think there should be. Every other NBL club should offer him a deal. Yeah, absolutely. It's, depends which one he wants to pick. So, and he's fa- he famously knocked back the Perth, a Perth Wildcats deal mm-hmm. the last time he was a free agent to stay in Adelaide. Well, so. He thought he was going to win a grand final. <laughs> yeah, <that's, yeah. laughs> so. well, he probably he, yeah, he was he, close. He probably should. He, yeah. he would have if Josh Josh Childress oh, didn't break his shoulder. Brutal. There's a, there's a little word going around as well that may join Nathan Sobey at the Brisbane Bullets, and that's Mellow Trimble from the Cairns Taipans. So if he ends up going 
to the Bullets as well. That would be an unbelievable oh storyline because the Brisbane Bullets have just pretty much stolen every Cairns Taipans <laughs> import. So Tory Craig went from the Cairns Taipans to the Brisbane Bullets, now is in the NBA. Travis Trice went from the Cairns Taipans to the Brisbane Bullets, now is in the NBA G League. And there is Mellow Trimble as well. So, But Mellow Trimble was probably more sought after than Nathan Sobey, personally. Absolutely. Well, they get, their backcourt's going to be f- stocked because Glidden and uh, Kadi, who are currently their starters, will end up on the bench, so mm. that'd be full on. Anyway, uh, that's a developing story. Sobe, next week, well, I suppose we might get some inside word by in our next episode as to whether or not that may or may not be happening. So that's great to hear, uh, but unfortunately for 36ers fans, Sobe mm. not staying, which is going to be huge. Hey, let's continue with uh, some other sport. I want to move into this, and this is something I'm passionate about. Test cricket. It is the untouched form of cricket. It is the most traditional form. There are some wonderful purities about this game. But now they want to stick names and numbers on the back of these great cricketers on their shirts. Now they've plastered logos and sponsors on there enough. I think that is it. Stop right there. The rest of it stays white. Your shirt stays white, or cream, should I say. They want to stick big, coloured, bold numbers and names on the back of these players. If you can't tell who a player is... On the international cricketing stage, at test level, sort yourself out because you do not need to be knowing the players by numbers. Now, this is just... Honestly. I like it. No. This is a move... I don't like like you, Jace. I like it. This is a move for for the Ashes? Is it it just purely for the Ashes? It would be starting at the Ashes. It's for the ICC Test Championship, which starts, I believe, in June. Yeah. So, um, So it starts off with the Ashes. That's right. In England, where it's bloody cold. Yep. So everyone's going to be wearing a jumper anyway. A vest, that's so it. So you won't see the bloody number. Exactly. So, oh, unless they're going to knit them into their little woven jumpers. Well, but no, they can't. I don't like this idea. We, Dace, have, tell it, me, we have it in one Dace, day already. No, 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 no. The... that's it. That is exactly the point. What's the big deal? We've tampered with know. the game yeah, to the point AFL where we've got colour. We've got... Yeah, okay. We have it in uh, basketball. We... You I think your better, ar- your better argument, what? Jace. your better argument is saying we've got it in Shield I and County Cricket. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't mind it. I, you know, I know you you, you think you're Do you keep the, the same number? Like the yeah, ODI yeah, number? Yeah, is it? Yeah, oh, I suppose to, you would. Yeah, to, you'd have to. Have to. You've got a number from Shield Cricket, and that's how you get into the test team. So I suppose you'd bring it up, wouldn't you? But so there's... How, how many Shield players? Does your captain wear number same one? Number. Okay. Does your captain yeah. wear number one? Oh, we're not Port Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it just frustrates me. I don't know why it does so much, but I think we don't need to have... Numbers, because pl- once you do that, what does it mean? Do you, have you got you know the team name plastered somewhere else? If you got a sponsor somewhere is else, it in, for for Australia, yep. um, they have the the cap number. Yep, is that your shirt number? No, you can't be three hundred and sixty. Well, why or not? Whatever. That's your number. You can't be player, you know, four hundred and sixteen. I know what you mean, but number twenty on when you're running What's around that? the field and you're going, yeah. oh, there's five, there's you... six players who wear four hundred and something. Like I can't tell the difference. Don't you like the game evolving though? Were you a fan of Twilight Cricket? Were you? Well, that's that's an interesting point. Again, I look at first I didn't like Day Night Cricket, but now oh, I do. Yeah. But you know what? At the same time, I don't think I need to know. I mean, the only the only thing that helped me is if it was. Pakistan or Sri Lanka or someone mm-hmm. where I don't actually know a whole lot of the players and I'd like to know who they are. But mm-hmm. at the same time, take an effort to watch a day of cricket and you'll finally get to know who these people are. You don't need to go, oh, number 35, oh, that's right, that's Karuna Ratna. Like, you just need to it know. It improves the spectacle, I think, doesn't it? Does it? I think so. I reckon it brings more more fans to the game. Yeah. So but why do people Because you're going to identify so, the numbers. You, you just said before, you just that said before about no, Sobe, no. number 20, you know, the LA 36s. No, there's oh. five players on team and basketball had numbers the whole time they've played. <laughs> How else are they identify so a You've been stuck in the mud, though. It's for, it's, well, for, it's for the family. Like, every, no, every summer, if West Indies come out or Sri Lanka or India, mm-hmm. you probably know four or five of the players. That's it, yes. And that's where the numbers come in. So, yep. of course, Australians should know every Australian mm-hmm. player. You'd think mm-hmm. so. That's probably where the numbers aren't needed, but it's got to be uniform because Australia are going to go over and play in you know Sri Lanka, and the Sri Lankan little kiddies won't know who you know Aaron Finch is, mm-hmm. but they know his number eighteen or nineteen or yeah. whatever it is. 18. So I think it uh, it's it's a pass for me. No, it's yeah, not it's a, a pass. pass for me. No, it's not a pass. A pa- As a grade cricketer, would yep. you like to have a number in your name on the back of your no. shirt? No, no, you wouldn't. No, I'd feel uncomfortable walking around with a number on my back. I don't know what it is about white clothing. It's just it's clean. 
That it, and it, I don't know. It's just the truth. Creams. It's only the English. I, I, think this, I think this can be settled on the Twitter sphere. What do you I think reckon? we can do that. You know what? I think I already have done that. And uh, during the week, we've done that on Pressbox EP on Twitter. Test numbers on shirts. 67% side with me. No. Oh, really? That's so, surprises me, actually. Does it? Yeah, mm. I think the I think the game's evolving. You have to let it evolve. And, you know, we've seen so many sports already go down this road. I don't understand why Test Cricket isn't one of them. We can continue the conversation online, as we always do, wow. which is great, on the press box. It's good to see that we're divided again, because I like the debate. Even That's though not you scripted too, folks. We are genuinely <laughs> divided. Let's go into some sample footy. We are into the first round this coming weekend, which is great for all our locals who love a bit of sample footy, or maybe the ones who are still diehards and call it SANFL. It is SANFL. Well, it's Sandful. <laughs> No, Official, it's no, officially oh, no. it's sandful. But we, let's we, not get bogged down. Yeah, this. let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the games coming up during the week, and uh, what are we worth jumping on? Because yes. uh, I'll, I'll be at uh, Mourn Team Kia Oval, oh. which is uh, Woodville Oval, yeah. for the West Torrens versus North Adelaide game. I'll be counting the players mm. calling that game, because uh, oh. in case there's another 19th That's man. That, that actually clashes with the uh, Crows grand final. It does, and I'm a little bit disappointed about That's, that. that. But I'm getting paid to be at one place, so I've got to be there. <laughs> Well, the Friday night game, there's a double header on Friday night. They've got Norwood versus Glenelg at Norwood Oval, and then West Adelaide versus Port Adelaide. That'll be a good game. And that one's at uh, City Mazda in Richmond. And mm. uh, and then on Saturday, South Adelaide versus Centrals, Sturt versus Adelaide uh, men's team, and then uh, the Eagles, like you mentioned, versus North. That'll be a cracking game, actually. Yeah, well, that's the preliminary final replay, which is. is what we wanted to say. That was a ripping game. So, And you look, bad blood. Between the two teams mm. after that game, because will it, so will it will it just turn into a fizzer? Well, it possibly usually when the games like that replay, da da da, fizzer. I can tell you right now that there is an ongoing lawsuit happening between the two clubs. I've spoken. Oh, that'll get replayed I've, next week. I've, a bit of I've, I've, I've spoken. I've spoken to people at the Eagles. Yes, and there is currently a lawsuit in place. They still want compensation for what happened to them. They're not happy about what happened to them. Yes, it's a new season. Yes, they've got new players. Yes, they've uh, got a new coach, um, but they're still really unhappy with how it all unfolded, and they, they believe that they they should be compensated. You quizzed Stephen Rowe last week on the podcast about that exact topic, so clearly you're in and amongst all mm. of that. How long do you think that's going to last? Well, it could be drawn out. It's one of those cases where it could be drawn out for a long time. Um Hopefully it's... Are we talking months? Months, yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so by hope, end of season, you reckon? Yeah, by definitely by the end okay. of the season, yes. But we're talking months that it'll be drawn out for. But there is mm. currently a, 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 um, a lawsuit pending. Very interesting indeed. Well, we've spoken to Val all about the uh, Adelaide United situation. We've talked footy. We've talked AFLW, where Nathan Sobey's going next season. Cricket, Sample, Dale, what's left? Oh, there were sample tips, I would have thought. Oh, sorry, sample tips. All right, let's oh, do sample bit of, bit tips. Sample Come tips. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, you've thrown that at the last minute. <laughs> All right. Who's, well, who's going to win beat... out of who? Give, give us the, give oh, us the games. Well, you, Again. Well, you, Port Adelaide will beat West. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yeah. I think so. Uh, Norwood, Glenelg will... Norwood. Norwood. Norwood, Norwood don't, lo- yep, don't lose yep. at uh, Cooper's Stadium. South will Centrals. South, yeah, down there. Yep, yep, yep. Sturt Crow, uh, Sturt will beat that. Sturt will beat the Crows. And uh, Crows, Crows will North Eagles. Crows. I'm still on North Eagles. It's going to be an absolute last-minute ripper. I think North still win. Eagles by 19 points. North just. Yeah, North just. North just. You, well, mi- see, we'll, you we'll missed it. it. I said 19 points. Ah, oh. oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Went over our head. Hey, it's time for. Pass or pass? <laughs> we need like a bit that, of a jingle. Uh, we need yeah, a bit well, of a jingle. From next week, we'll have a jingle. For I that. think we just need to be good at saying it all at once, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go, go go your hardest day. We've got a big list today. Well, a bit like that uh, last 19-point gag. That was a farce. So uh, we'll, yes. we'll kick it off. Uh, oh, yes, number one. Oh, this is uh, sensational. Uh, Port Adelaide last your, week. Your club. Your club. I'm going to put club. your club. Our, our you club. two. My, cl- my club? What are you doing? We take had, up two-thirds had, of this, right? Had, what is had, this? Had the... Uh... Guys are at the bloody shambles. <laughs> yeah, well, what we're are you here. putting together here? Yeah, well, we're, Come on, yeah, spit, it yeah, spit it out. Yeah, check the ladder. Yep. Um, <laughs> so last, last we're round one, he's going, <laughs> check the ladder. <laughs> what, have your, what has your club put together this week? Cre- created a dating app. A dating uh, app. Perfect pair. 
Amazing. Beautiful. Pass, give, a pass or fast? Pass. Give me pass. a goddamn pass. spell. Pass. pass. Your club, pass or fast. Fast. a football club, a proud football club, have put together a goddamn dating app. And you know what's even better? If I think it's for, the, for, the, for the pairs that match up, for the perfect pairs, they get mm. to watch the game in the box. That's right. Beautiful. Fast. Absolute <laughs> bloody fast. You guys are a joke. Next. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's 2-1. Two, two one. <laughs> two one. So that's a pass. pass. That's a pass. That's rigged. Okay. <laughs> You're going to lose every... <laughs> Can't wait for show to week. bastards. Next. Uh, so the new rules, the AFL new rules. It's had one week. Mm-hmm. Is it a pass or a fast? Yeah, I think we've still got, you know, 22 rounds to go with those new rules. Yeah. And I, it's interesting because there wasn't many blockbuster games. And I don't know about the 666 rule. It could be a fast. There was some still some congestion. And it really depends with... They, they still need... The coaches still need to let the uh, the ball flow when it comes down forward a little bit more. Well, Champion Data the, today come out and said there was more shots on goal. Mm-hmm. It was just... That the the accuracy was yeah. was down. So they didn't convert. So the right. scores went up. Okay. So is that because the six 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 is more shots getting kicked? From well, the that, boundary, I think that's or? great. No, it's good because if you've got more shots on goal, Surely it means scoring is potentially going to be higher. It just you, you just think need it was to just, just round one. It just didn't execute. Right. Yeah. yeah, and and that's okay. I mean, round one, you're going to expect that. And so, there was no dodgy fifty meter penalties. No, there weren't because <laughs> the players finally worked See? it out the hard way <laughs> in the preseason, at least when it didn't matter. Um, no, I think the rules were, were a okay. pass. Okay. I think it was good. I, I do like the one where you can kick it out of the the fullback position. Yeah, well, the crows need to switch on and uh, sort of realise that you can actually kick the ball because they decided to handball too many times out of out of the uh, out of that goal I, square. I will say though, what did you make of the interesting uh, runner tactics or the boundary line tactics oh. where they run holding up the cards? Yeah, was... no, I, I found that very soccer like. I'm not sure if I like that. That's yeah. a fast. I, what Chad Corns is holding up a, a ten, ten, ten <laughs> sign. What was that one? That was ten perfect pair. Ten. <laughs> a ten out of ten. A speed sign though. <laughs> You guys need. A, you know what you guys need. A, you need a, a sponsorship with Port Adelaide so they can put up the Channel Ten logo instead of the speed sign. That's where it's going. That's what they I can to, see that happening. But, but isn't it weird though? We got different little signals now from the sideline to tell them what to do. So a ten signal. I'm assuming Carl, Carlton held up a big orange one. At yeah, one they point. did. I'm assuming that ten signal. Like, just using it was that ten as minutes reference, to go. Was that ten yeah. minutes? To, oh, so I thought but maybe was, that meant slow down or something. But well, like, that's probably what it means. No, that's the speed hump song. <laughs> <laughs> But it is a, it's so weird that you can't just have tactics because now everyone on the opposition knows what the blue card means by round 10 because the yeah. Crows have put it up every time. But they will change it, they change it up. Well, I suppose they're going to have to, but it's weird, isn't it's it? It's weird. It's like it's yeah. a weird uh, new thing that in our game. That's happening, but... Port Adelaide groundbreaking. Last year was the microwave. This I year love, it's the I love line. how he held it up the wrong way, too. He yeah. did sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Chad. <laughs> okay, next pass or fast is clash jumpers. I think it... Absolute fast oh. and two sets of rules. What's so, wrong with the clash jumper? Well, well the Hawthorne Crow song was a oh, shocker. I, I thought it was okay. I, am I it's the just one that wear your it? normal jumper, Hawthorne. Just, Seriously, it's yellow. No, they definitely stripes. They definitely could have worn their regular jumper. Absolutely just agree wear with that. It. But I still think it looked good. No, it was it just was the, 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 the yellows clashed. I saw an instance where a player, a Crows player, hand passed it straight to a Hawthorne player. That's because he was an idiot. <laughs> it wasn't because he didn't know the colours. No, I, I don't think it was that bad, was it? Well, you go Thursday night, you go Carlton versus Richmond. They yep. both wear their home jumper. It's mm. navy blue versus black. So what's stopping Port wearing black against the navy blue of Melbourne? Mm. So what's the difference there? Where's the Richmond premiership? I don't know, you bring up old wounds, but their premiership no, no. jumper. And I agree. Against Carlton? No, I understand. And it always seems to be Melbourne teams broadcast. wear their Melbourne. It's all got to do with the broadcast, hasn't it? It's well, the broadcaster that says, well, look, we need to have some differentiating colours so that we can see... Who the different who the different players are from a distance? You, you have a look. You have a look. When there's a big Melbourne game mm. and it's Essendon Collingwood Anzac Day, there's no clash jumper. I guarantee it. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. No, that's that's interesting. You never would see a red jumper, would you, from no. Essendon? Even though they've had them in the past. Nah, a pass for me. Clash jumpers. Fast, fast. All right. Seems to be two one a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, Okay, the new look Channel Nine. This won't be two one. Footy show. The new look Channel Nine footy show. Pass or fast. They gave it a go, didn't they? They tried to to rejig it, but it just didn't work again. And I and you know what? The number one thing for me before I finish, they needed to change the name. They couldn't keep the footy show because that's half the reason I didn't watch. Because they're trying to rejuvenate the same old product mm. in a new way. 
just make it a new show. Just scrap the footage. What would you call it? Put, it? put it away. I don't know. I don't know. Anything. Get, get creative. I don't need to come up with a name in 10 seconds. I think that they have a Pass whole or, summer. They knew, they knew the footy show didn't work the year before and the year before that. They knew it was dying. They needed to change something up. So they did, but they didn't rebrand it or anything. So that's what frustrated me. I think the, the front bar still wins. I'm still watching that every week. I'm not going back. Didn't didn't work for me. It was a farce. Yeah, that uh, for mine. Trying too hard, farce. Yeah, yeah trying yeah. way too hard, farce. What do you think, Jace? Well, I'm a little bit biased because I do work for a television company, and and it's not either uh, seven or nine. <laughs> um, but I do believe that maybe Channel Nine are going uh, and Ch- and uh, Channel Seven with the front bar are going after it. Uh, a show that we've already done that used to, we used to oh, have, and, and it was before me. the game, and it used to have Good show. it used to have uh, one of the front bars bloody Fitzy. hosts on it. So it was Fitzy Andy Ma, Andy, Andy Ma, and I think that was Choco Dominic was on it exactly. That was, so that was the winner. So I think we actually set the mold for footy shows with the current day footy show anyway. And um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, that's I, where it's I think that the AFL footy shows sort of died off with back back when it first started in the mid nineties. That was the place where you had to watch to see who was in your team. Yep. That was where the teams were announced. So that had that factor. You had to watch because when... There was no well, Twitter. No yeah, Facebook. There was, no there was nothing online. like that. Yep. So, you know, when you know when Port came in in 97, you, know, you had to watch the footy show and they were always last or second to last. So, which, which was probably good. Um, you had to watch the whole show Up to, 11 to see who, who was in my team. And it's interesting about that as well because in that era, it was harder for news uh, stations to break stories and they would often hold stories, especially for that show purposely because they knew they could air it and would get they could drive it on the, the footy show. So it used to be a lot harder to break stories now with Twitter and now with all the media managers going around, you know, mm. giving a little tidbits here and there. Um, yeah, it's different, different, uh, different world now. Yeah, so it's more, it's more becomes entertainment rather than uh, breaking sports news of who's in or who's out mm. or who's injured. Because and that, everyone knows that. By that's it. the problem with that show is it, it tries to blend too much of the serious, but then the try hard funny, also, and it just mm. doesn't work anymore. So look, yeah, you're, are we on all round fast for the new footy show? Fast, fast. Bad luck for the footy show. Uh, now, uh, uh, over old ground, but... We uh, have to do this again. I have to do this again. We did this last week. I'm, I'm going to uh, A, claim it, or B, apologise. I think it's the Is latter. It, it's... Uh, so, have we got the uh, stats there of where... Uh, I, I can tell you listening? what he made. Anyway, let's... No, no, no. Tell us what, where did people tune in for last week? Was there one from Sharjah? I reckon JL <laughs> must have been on the... Um... We've got a new subscriber. Yeah, we might have had one from Pakistan. I reckon, J- sure. I reckon JL has uh, listened to this and uh, shown Finchie and he's back. I, I, I reckon... So, that... what's the question? So, is Aaron Finch... k k Oh, I can't Cap- say it because oh, <laughs> captain. captain. Is he is he, is he captain for the World Cup? Yes, yes, pass. We said this already. He's a pass. Yes. <laughs> well done. You and, got if, there. and if any other out of form batsmen want to want to g up, then uh, send a message through to me, <laughs> and uh, I'll, I'll get. I'll, want to g up? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get you tons galore. Speak of me, me, me earlier. Mm-hmm. You're dishing it out yourself now. Yep. Well, I've just saved claiming our, it. I've just saved our World Cup. Uh, oh campaign goodness, right there, claiming it. Uh, what about this? Our boy, well, my boy, uh, Nick Kyrgios. What about the heckler? Your boy. You two Nick, claimed Nick, him. Nick Kyrgios's heckler, pass or fast? Uh, nah, pass. He's a yeah, of heckle. He can, he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, he's a, yeah fan. he's a fan. Heckle all you like. Sport. He got kicked out. So what? Well, I know, it's, uh, if he said quite please and then he heckled, he probably shouldn't be doing that. I didn't like the... the he's he a fast, but it's a pass because well. he won. I think Nick Kyrgios himself... Is a farce. No, no, I'll go over old ground because he's our best this week, player. because this week he called an umpire a disgrace. After the game, sucked it up and threw his racket on the ground and broke it in front of the crowd, and then had words with the crowd. I mean, please, what kind of professional does that? I called the umpires a disgrace about four <laughs> three times on Saturday. <laughs> You're not Nick Kyrgios in a, in a high-paid position to play tennis for your country, but that's another story. All right, so it's a pass. Good. All right. Uh, now, Andrew Bogut doing wonders in in the NBA with the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Went from the Sydney Kings straight back to the, the, the best basketball team in the world and didn't even look like he's, he even left. Will he generate free agents to come to the NBL? Pass. Pass or pass. pass. Yeah. He pass. has to. It's a good thing. He has to. Yeah. 
Well, we he is going to be an owner of the Sydney Kings. Well, he is an owner. Well, yeah, yeah, ten percent share. He is going, and and the further he goes into his uh, deal with the Kings, the more he gets to own at the Kings. So he could potentially in the next two years have fifty percent share of that place, and more beyond that. But he, he would be he's, stupid not he's to bring an people NBL in. NBL marketing dream. We've got a bloke over there that's born and bred here, that loves this soil, that loves the league, that loves this what this game is, that's over there selling it to players in the NBA. We couldn't have asked for anything more. Exactly. But I think he's playing so well that he won't be back. He'll be back. Nah, he'll, he'll be, be back. back. He'll be back. He'll be back and he'll because he's he's got a share in this club and if mm. he doesn't return then he, he doesn't want, have that share. So he the, has to come back. And the point of it he wants to raise his family here. Like yes. sure enough he got the contract to go over but he's going to come back. He's he's done his time there but the thing is he now gets to build a Sydney Kings team that can win championships mm. for years while he's the owner. Mm. And he gets to control what he can bring him around. Like this is what this little stint in the f- next few months is going to be there in the states while he's winning a championship for Golden State. Mm. I'll just put that on the table. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> he will win it. Oh, he that will win bring, it easy. He will yeah. bring some American talent this way and stack this Kings lineup. Wait, Surely, you, do, you, do you not think this? Are you against this, Dale? Is well, this a fast well, for you? I've just I've just heard Sam, the <laughs> number one Sydney Kings ticker holder. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Sobey to the Kings. Maybe Sobey to the Kings. No, he's uh, probably no. not good enough if no. Bogut's recruiting. No, that's it. No, he's not. It's a pass. Surely it's a pass. Yeah, it's a pass. He's got to be bringing him. Kevin yeah. Durant's a free agent. No. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh, well. Nah, it's a pass. There's a mar- mm. marketing dream, uh, the bogeyman. And uh, if uh, go go check uh, your nearest uh, betting agency and Kings for the title. If they're more than $5, <laughs> just load up. Because <laughs> the house. The Gamble dr- responsibly. The, the, the dream team are coming to the, to, uh, the Harbour City. Right, last one. Last one. The Marvel Grass. Not so oh, marvellous. Not marvellous Pass or fast. Oh. I reckon the North Adelaide Golf Course fairways are better. You'd want to hope so. It's a fast, absolute fast. It's a total fast. They can't get the bloody thing to grow. There's, There's more potholes no, everywhere. There's more potholes than North East Road where I drive <laughs> down every day. Like it's How look- bad is it? How bad is Marvel Stadium to the point where you round one of the AFL season, the most prized competition in the competition in the country, and you can't put together a decent deck for a couple of games. And that's what Seriously. You, that's what you get when you try and grow grass on a car park. That's uh, right. That's right. It's cement. Well, how much? There's only what two inches or three inches between mm. cement and grass so and, and soil. So they just can't seem to do it. And Troy Men- uh, Daniel Menzel. Um, I think he rolled his ankle or hurt his ankle a couple of years ago, and they said they'd fix it. They said they were going to do a big splash for cash on the oval and you know completely returf it, and it doesn't seem like it. Well, they just can't it, cement cement with soil; like it well, just doesn't work. The AFL today and announced... uh, uh, roof shut yeah. and uh, yeah. grass needs sun. Like, you know, I'm not good at science. <laughs> You're right. I, I didn't pass science at high school, but even I know that grass needs sun. AFL have announced today that they will be resurfacing it this week, so that's going to be a very interesting development. Well, I hope they're going to Augusta Golf Club. Yeah, and getting the best. <laughs> How do you, it's, yeah, it's going to be a long process, but it, seriously, that ground needs some work. It's been a joke for a number of years. I mean, a decade. But they can't fix it. Like they can't realistically. They can't do what they want with it. They're going to have to keep replacing the. Do you the, shut the soil. it down for a year? No, but you can't. There's no point shutting it down. You just have to replace, re- it. replace it. Yeah. You just have to replace it because there's certain areas of the ground where it doesn't grow. Mm. Because whoever designed the uh, car park underneath, <laughs> or, no, or, or plus the grandstands around, because yeah. only the middle of the ground gets the sun. And as you see, when, when you watch a day game and mm. they have the roof open, silly, it's ridiculous. It, it's it's a, the worst well, ground. Well, it's a fast. It was more, I don't know what the, oh, well, the word f- more than a fast is, but that's and the fast. AFL <laughs> own it now, and that's the the interesting thing. The yeah. AFL decided to buy it's it when, when they thought a couple of years ago. Eddie McGuire said, "Let's build a new stadium. Let's have a brand new facility in Melbourne." And then everyone said, "No, we'll just we'll just buy it." The AFL said, "No, instead, you know, we'll just buy Marvel Stadium instead. We'll name it Marvel Stadium." Yeah, and now Marvel, the biggest <laughs> company involved with football now, I suppose, is. It got their name plastered all over this place, which it's, is a, it's just a joke. It's thoughtful. It's a farce. <laughs> Very good, Chase. Is that a cue for us to uh, start saying goodbye on the podcast? Yeah, I reckon, I reckon that's enough. Or we have our predictions. Oh, we've got our footy tips as well, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Very quickly. Oh, let's How just many go- did you get last week? Now, I got four. Thor. 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 I, think I, got, I think I got three or four. Five. Five. Did I four? get No, I got oh, five. Oh, you got five. Okay, well done. I don't know what you got. I got four. You. Four, I think I got. Oh, well, okay, well, let's run through this week. Maybe we can do a bit better because we're leading our listeners right. astray. There's nine to get right. Yep. Richmond and Collingwood on Thursday night. 
Richmond. Richmond? Yeah. Yep. Collingwood will bounce back. Okay. Sydney, Adelaide at the SCG. Adelaide. They have to bounce back. Do they? Yep. Sydney for mine. I'm a little worried about that tip, but I hope it comes through for the Crows. I still, I'm still going with Adelaide winning the flag, by the way. Good. Yeah, I think they, they, Good. they can still do it. They no, I hope they it. do. Now, all the, Taylor Walker, six goals, Crows will win. Oh, yes. Nice. Okay. Essendon taking on St Kilda. Uh, well, jeez. The Bombers, they looked terrific on the weekend. They, they did, they? they? looked woeful. Um, and, <laughs> and I tell you what, Richo would have been the happiest man. Alan Richardson would have been the happiest man. He would have been the, the, the most relieved man been cheering in, the for country, <laughs> in the country with that one-point win on the weekend because his head would have been all over the news oh. if, he was, if he was going to get sacked. I think, I think Essendon will bounce back. I think they'll put on a better show than that, what they did just a week gone. Yeah, but... Bombers won't lose a game at Marvel. Grass or no grass. <laughs> yep, es- Essendon for mine as well. Port Adelaide taking on Carlton. I've got your boys, the power. Should win. The boys should win. Should. They'll get up. Should They'll get up. It'll the... be Ken Hinckley's second best win. <gasps> second best win. Wow. Geelong taking on Melbourne. <laughs> I've got the Cats. It's at GMBHA Stadium. It's whatever it is. It's Cadinia Park. Yeah. Mate. That's the Cats one. Are... <laughs> That's the one. Cats are home. Holy Trinity. Yep. Bloody... I think it's the first time up. Melbourne have travelled there in quite some years, I think. Mm. I might be wrong. No, nah, they've won there. They've won there a couple of... Couple of um... Maybe I'm thinking Essendon haven't travelled mm. there for is a that, long is time. Is that Tui kicked the goal after the siren? That's Melbourne? right. No, it's Essendon I'm thinking of. It's been a long yeah. time since they've been to Cadinia Park. So oh, we're all on Geelong? No, nah, I think no? Melbourne will bounce back. Mm, good. Geelong nah, at home. Jeez. West Coast and GWS... The, pre- the premiers against the team who blitz the bombers at home. Mm. This is going to be good at Optus. No, I think this will be. This might be the game of the round. This could be. Um, it has to be. I think these are top four teams. Uh, uh, I think GWS for mine. They've got such a gun team in there. No, nah, West Coast. West Coast Un- unveiling the flag. Yep. West oh, Coast yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Mate. Can, I, can I switch mine? Can no, I switch, no, can I switch can I mine? And they've got to come back. <laughs> think that was that. a giant That's mistake. I'm sorry. They've got to bounce back against uh, this team after they lost to Brisbane. That's embarrassing oh, for them. So. Yeah, nah, i GWS now. Yeah. What if West I don't Coast. fill it in? Oh, no, you get the away team anyway. Damn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Brisbane and North Melbourne. Who tipped North Melbourne last week? Uh, I did. Oh, oh, I did. Oh, oh, That's embarrassing. Jeez, the Lions look good, don't they? They do. They're just exciting. They're they an exciting brand. They've got so many young guns too. North North will win. Wow. Ooh, I'm going to go Lions. North. So am I. Yeah, Hawthorne and the Western Bulldogs. Ooh, I think Hawthorne. I think Clarkson's got them coached right. I know the Bulldogs beat Sydney, which is huge, but I think uh, Clarko, with the top 14 from last year, they seem yeah. to play well on the weekend. I think Hawthorne is it will the, it. Is it the G, Hawthorne will win? Yeah. Hawks. And the final game, hosting Fremantle is the Gold Coast Suns. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Don't scoff. They played all right last they week. They did play all right. And I, uh, they did, did one point. They let me down my buddy point. Um, Fremantle will... Uh, oh, Fremantle he hasn't got the faith. Will, Keep the faith. Will, Keep the faith. Keep the faith. They lost. What do you mean? Keep, Keep the, the faith. faith. Keep they the faith. No, Fremantle will win. No. Frio. Jack Lukosius looked all right, though. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting okay. himself in first game. He's, he's never been a real dominant. Like, I've, I've watched, I watched four or three of his games when he was playing for the state here. Um, he's never been one to... He doesn't take to, a game No, on. that's right. He hasn't done that yet in his take career. Take over. But he can kick it a long way and he can take a big mark when it's needed. And, You're right. And um, he'll keep doing that. I watched a lot of games with, him, with the Eagles last year. Mm. And you, like you said, he doesn't take over a lot of games. But when he gets involved, and he plays mm. off the halfback line yes. brilliantly, which is good too to add to it. But... He can bring himself in. Him and Rankin are very, completely different players. Completely, completely different. different players. But they, Rankin never really, except that one uh, state oh, game where he kicked, kicked three in the, first <laughs> the final. Game. Yeah, the final. Yeah. Um, but I watched three of his games as well, and he never really uh, set the whole game on fire. But then he'd come in, blitz it for two quarters. That's all you uh, need. And that's all you need. Yeah. That's it. Good job. Frio. Yep, Frio for you. Well, good job. Good luck on the weekend with Play your tips. Oh, and and, and AFLW. Who's your favourites? Who? Freya? No. <laughs> <laughs> AFLW Grand Final. Let's get your tip on that, Crows. Uh, or Carlton. Crows. Taylor Harris versus <laughs> Aaron Phillips. Taylor Harris will have to kick 14 for Carlton to be 14? Jeez, they'll be winning by 10 goals Crow, if they kick Crows, 14. Crows, you'd have to say a minimum of five, I think. Five goals. Yeah, well, I I'll think they should win. Well, that's a good margin. The Three. tip should be, will the Crows let the opposition score any more than 10 points? <laughs> Gee whiz. Dale, this is getting silly out. we better get you going. You may as well stop recording then. No, I think we should. It's the end of the episode. Uh, Dale, well done to you again, mate. Thanks, mate. And Jace. Pleasure to be here.
We'll break some more news next week. Can't wait. I hope so. It's uh, been another episode of the Press Box. Join us on Twitter at PressBoxEP and like us on Facebook. And we're on Spotify as well if you haven't subscribed there and on iTunes. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week.